0: Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy
1: listening.
2: There is nothing you're trusting God for. I'm saying this by the Spirit this morning. There is nothing you're trusting God for that is beyond God. There is nothing you're trusting God for that is beyond God. There's no dream you have conceived that is beyond God. The Bible says, Ephesians 3.20, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above, far above all you can ever ask or imagine. So whatever you can dream, Whatever you're faced with, God is beyond it. He's able to do even much more than that. According to his power that works in you. Just wave your hands to Jesus and say, Lord, I believe. Just say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Oh, yes, Lord. Before the end of this year, you will see the goodness of God. In the name of Jesus you will handle that dream. You will receive that promotion. You will receive that breakthrough. You will receive that increase. You will get into that relationship. You will get that connection. You will get that visa. You will get that open door. That contract will be sealed. In the name of Jesus, that promotion will come true. In the name of Jesus. Come on, say with me. Say, I believe glory to God if your God is in this place Ephesians chapter 5 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 to verse 29 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 to 29 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 to 29 if you're there say yes I'm there if you are not there, say, wait for me. Ephesians 5, 21 to 29. It says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the cra- as the church is subject unto Christ. So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Somebody say in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but i should be holy and without blemish verse 28 let's read together one two go verse 28 so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies he that loveth his wife loveth himself lord we ask in the name of jesus that you will bless your word in the name of jesus we give you all the praise we give you all the glory in Jesus' name, and just say, say, believing in, amen. amen. And just say, say, louder, amen. amen. Alright, so we're going to be taking a lot of questions this morning. But before we go into that, I would just like to share very briefly on what I've titled, Understanding Your Partner. Understanding Your Partner, praise God. Glory to God. Understanding Your Partner. Now, if you read at this scripture, if you read the scripture... I realized or I believe that God spoke to every one of these people at the point of their weakness. So God was deliberate about um, who he was directing a particular instruction to. So when he was talking to the man, he said to the man, man or husband, love your wife. And when he began to talk to the woman, he didn't tell the woman, love your husband. He said to her, woman, submit to your own husband. So I believe the major reason why God said to the man, love your wife is because naturally men do not love easily. So, a man can tell you, please be in church this morning, a man can tell you, I love you. And then, it does not really mean it. Right? He can tell you, I love you, and it's a WhatsApp broadcast. Like I always say. So, a man can tell you that he loves you, and he's loving you because of something. And he's loving you because of what he can get. He's loving you because your father is rich. He's loving you because he's trying to sleep with you or, or cheat on you or something. He's just saying that not because he really means it, but he's saying it because he's trying to get something from you. So, men can be like that. Glory to God. We don't have such men in grace. We can I get that. Amen in the house. Women on the other hand, are natural lovers. If a woman tells you, opens her mouth, and tells you that she loves you, you can take her to the bank. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Because women naturally love. (laughs) But the problem with women is submission. And that was why God said to the woman, I know that you love so naturally but your problem is submission and you can see that from the book of Genesis (laughs) in the narration of Adam and Eve. Glory to God. Are you here this morning? So women find it very hard to submit for whatever reason. So God spoke to the woman and said, woman For you to to thrive, for you to succeed in this union, in this relationship, you have to submit yourself. And the word submission is to come under. So you come under the leadership of a man. So if you're saying that this man is my husband, what you're saying in essence is that I have come under the leadership of this man. So even if that man is a fool, as long as you say that you love him, as long as you're married to him, even though he's a fool, I announce to you, you have to come under his foolish leadership. That's why if you're here, uh, you're a lady and you're single, All right, you have to be very, very careful who you submit to their leadership. Because some men don't know where they are going to. The Bible says, can the blind lead the blind? It says no. Both of them will fall into what? Into a ditch. So as a woman, you must be conscious of this reality that whoever you say yes to, you come under their leadership. So he says here, he says, as Christ is the head of the church. So also is the man, all right, the husband, the head of his wife. So the man is the head of the wife. The husband is not superior to the wife. So I'm not superior to my wife. For, what, for the purpose of family structure, God placed ah, under me. Because the God we serve is a God of order. is a God of structure. So if you are a man here, you have a superior, superiority mindset that the person you get married to, right, is your slave. You have a wrong mindset. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Because from the beginning, the way God created it, and you see this expressly in the scripture, that the man is just the head. it's just for the sake of the purpose of leadership, of structure in the home. Praise God. So, you can also wash the plates. Are you in church this morning? You can also wash the plates. You can also take the children to school. You can also beat the children. So, some people's idea of a marriage is that the man crossing his leg and then he serve this meal. See, your parents' template is not the word of God's template. Yes. So, people grow up. Some people grow up and then they have that wrong mindset. And the women, he says to them, submit to your own husbands. God didn't say to us, submit to your pastor. Because there are some women, oh, when they come to church, when they see pastor, say, oh, her daddy, oh, her daddy wah, oh, they kneel down. Before you know it, they say, oh, Pastor, 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 what are you going to eat now? Pastor, good morning. How is mommy? Oh, Pastor, you've been a blessing. Ah, oh, and show. Emma, Emma you wow. Well. And they say, oh honey, oni, So the Bible says, wives submit to what your own husbands. So if you are a man here, the Bible did not say that women should submit to men. It says, Women, submit yourselves to your own, and that's not a license for women to not be the Bible didn't say I should submit to you. He only tells me to submit to my own husband. Because there are people, there are some men that feel, they feel insulted or they feel some kind of way when some women talk to them in a certain way. They feel like, oh, I'm a man. You can't, I'm a man. You can't talk to me like that. If, if you act like a fool, right? A woman has a right To say, why did you act like a fool? <laughs> just like that, it's just packaging. That is now important. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Glory to God. So submit yourselves to your own husband's. So the submission is not to the pastor or not just to those who are ahead of you spiritually. And you see, I've seen people marry. Somebody asked me some time ago that as a woman, can you marry someone who you are older than? And I said, well, I don't see anything wrong with that, right? But it takes a higher level of maturity. For you as a woman to marry someone who you are older than. So you must be ready for that. Because sometimes it will act like, like a man should hurt, And you will not think it's because it's, you are older than. Is everybody here what I'm saying this morning? So you can actually marry someone that you are older than. But are you willing to deal with all of the other things that comes with it? That's the question. Glory to God. Say, glory to God. So women should submit to their own husbands. So the first need of a man, the first major need of a man is not beauty. The first major need of a man is not sex. The first major need of a, I'm telling you ladies, I'm telling you, the first major need of a man is respect. 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 no sex. Respect. A man can do anything for a woman that makes him feel like a king. That makes him feel respected. Glory to God. It's a glory to God. And you see, if you are a smart woman here, you understand how to press on buttons and get anything from your man and use respect to finish him. You are the one in charge, but he appears like he's the one in charge. It's respect. There, are so... there was one day, very practical example. There was one day, I think we were supposed to have, we, we had Jemite away in the house. And then we're supposed to have like a leaders, leaders, um, exclusive leaders session with Jimmy and then bro, bro Collins came to me and said, "Sir, I'm sorry, I really enjoyed because Jimmy had preached in the main service and then he was supposed to, and it was a powerful explosive teaching. And then bro Collins thought, wow, I wish I can just be a part of the exclusive teaching with the... With the leaders, some are leaders, some are leaders-to-be. So we, we had that exclusive uh, session with Jimmy. And then he came to me and said to me that I would like to join the session you announced. But I'm, I know I'm not a leader, but I would like to join. I said, you can't because it's for leaders. I said, okay, sir. And he went to my wife. I went to my wife and said, and I don't know what he told her. So she came to me and I said, "Ah, baby, that that's you know, brothers Collins will say." I said, "Oh, of course he can, of course." <laughs> and then he, he joined the session. <sighs> so I went to meet him. I said, "Shab guy, shab guy, shab guy, shab guy." That's the way it is. it, it works all the time. I'm not now saying, you got me to my wife, i am telling her things I'm saying. <laughs> but some, some women, when you, when you come into an argument with a man, you are missing the mark. When you are trying to argue your way out, there are different things. My wife has told me that, baby, can we just do this? I, say, I would say, no, no, we can't. She would say, okay, it's all right. It's okay. And then, after some time, I would say, I- I'm convinced now. <laughs> With arrogance. I don't like we should do that thing now. So, I told you then, but you didn't. You know, men have ego problem. And that's why as a woman, you must be very, very wise and smart. And learn how to massage that ego. But some of you, would, you would not be wise. Have you seen, have you, have you, have you learned, seen your parents... How they want to collect money from your dad? Do you see what they do? Do you, see, do, do you know that he usually cook his best meal? Have you not noticed? The hog, the hog, when he comes from work on that day, is usually special. They will not call him names. They will read me. They will go to, they will go and find out from his village, the oriki. Ah, there are some things that if you... If you want, you can get anything from a man. From your husband. If you know how to harness this arsenal. Come on. Glory to God. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I support a team that is, is an English word. I, I don't know if you noticed I've been using arsenal since morning.
3: <laughs>
2: you can harness that arsenal. Some people's club is Red Devil. <laughs> they know themselves. Woo! And they, they are here. <laughs> Say, <pray. laughs> Praise God. Are you in church this morning? Yes. So you must know how to harness that. Glory to God. Show me First um, Peter 3.6 First Peter 3.6 I would like everyone to see that. First Peter 3.6 It says, And who... 36 Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him what? What did he call what did she call him? Whose daughters ye are, as long as you do well and are not afraid with any amazement. So Sarah, the mother of faith, knew the technique, she knew the logic. The Bible says that she called Abraham Lord. She called him Master. Lord means honor. Glory to God. So you need to understand, as, as a young lady, as a woman, that your husband is your Lord. Not Lord in the context of um, like, like a king or someone who is um, like a ruler, but in the context of authority, you're submitted to the leadership of that person. So if your husband wakes up today and say that I'm relocating to Canada, you have to go with him. If your husband says, I've, I've been called to Kafanchan. Chan, Or the Lord is saying to me that, uh, you, you you know what you took when you got married? You said, wherever you go. There was a man of God, very powerful man of God. My wife knows the person. She got married to this person. And then it was time for him to now, you know, start church and all that and do you know, full-time ministry. He had worked in the secular and he was supposed to now start church. And then the wife said, I'm not going to start with you. I'm not called to be a pastor's wife. And then the, the marriage eventually collapsed. Think about that. That's why I used to say it and I'm saying it again. That the time of relationship is not a time for smooshing. I'm saying it is. It is not a time to be pressing breasts and be looking for things. It's a time to cast a vision. When I met Bob, I told her, I said, "I'm going to do full time ministry. I like business, but I'll still do full time ministry." I hear what I'm saying, so that I'm doing church now. And doing business with it is not a surprise to her. Because I've told her ahead of time. And she also told me that I'm going to be an actor. Or an actress, like some of us know it to be. But it's an actor, praise God. I'm going to be an actor. And she said, can you deal with it? So I started picturing people kissing my wife. (laughs) Then I thought of different things. And then, (laughs) I said to myself, I said, what kind of movie? (laughs) And of course, knowing who she is, first of all, she's a virtuous woman. If you want to clap, 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 clap. And there are some roles that she has had to reject. Not because she's married to me, but because she's a Christian. Are you in church this morning? So, as a woman, you must understand submission. And that's one thing that is missing in this generation. Where you see women empowerment, you see feminism, you see all kinds of things. Women supporting women. You see all kinds of things happening everywhere. And people miss the place of submission. And it's a narrative. And it's being spread. That as long as you're a woman, you have your own money. You're good. As long as you're doing well, you're good. Guys, the rich also cry. And the picture that is being painted. I mean, you know, you you guys you'll be aware of all the, you know, see what's Savage and all that. And then, you know, I'm sure a lot of you went to see the video. I'm sure. Anyways, that's for another day. And then, the narrative that is being spread is that of a single mother who is doing well. And then, those people are your woman crush Wednesday. It's a wrong spirit. People can still be married and have a great home and be successful and be prosperous and still be submissive to a man. It's not impossible. That's what makes you a total woman. Are you in church this morning? Glory to God. And not what the world is calling success where a woman is concerned. I heard of Jumoke Adenowo. Some of you ladies, or women, you think you're submissive? It's because you don't have money yet. I'm telling you. You don't have money yet. You can't can't afford to travel on your own without collaboration with your husband or doing it by yourself. That's why you're humble. People like that are not in grace made. I always say that as a faith declaration. <laughs> but I heard the story of Jumaki Adinawa, who said that she came from a, from a wealthy background. Jumaki Adinawa, a few of us may know her. And he said she was going to travel, and the husband said to her, don't go on that trip. And she stayed still. I didn't go. Some people will say, I have my money. People like that are not... I know increase made. See, I have my money. I can go anywhere I want to go. I can do anything I want to do. You can't hold me. I'm a woman of my, my, my own moves. I know. I, I, you know, Mark can tell me to to search you. I work for my money. <laughs> Glory to God. I say, woman. You must understand that the first need of a man is respect. Give your man the respect that he needs. Even if you earn more than him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And as a man, you should love your wife. The Bible says in that Ephesians, it says as Christ, Love the church. And how did Christ love the church? Christ died for the church. Now I'm not saying you should go and die for your wife. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that in context, you should be willing to make sacrifices for your wife. For the person that you claim that you love. Because that's the example that we see. In the Bible, I heard a story of who said, I will cross the ocean for you. I will go and bring you the moon. I will do everything for, your, for you. I will see you tonight if it does not rain. You can understand that commitment. Oh, you didn't get that. As a man, you must be willing to make sacrifices, you must love your wife unconditionally. The Bible says, while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we're still wallowing in sin, that was when Jesus died for the church. So that's the kind of love that a man should have for his wife. So as a man, you must love your wife as Christ loved the church. You must love your wife up to the point that you're willing to sacrifice and go the extra mile for her. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? You must be willing to do that. Loving unconditionally. Let me tell you guys. Women are special kind of people. She's happy, she's crying. You bought her a car, she's crying.
3: Everything,
2: crying. How many of you here, how many of you here, talk to me? How many of you guys, maybe you have maybe a sister, you've sat down to, to sit down. Sit down and you are thinking of of the of the female gender. Anybody like that? That that. Why are women like this? can't talks to me. No, no, no. You know you can talk to me. Have you not thought that that these women, are
3: like, like, are they? Sometimes.
2: Sometimes. About your wife? No, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. Since you are still going home today. <laughs> the language that a woman understands is love. Unconditional love and acceptance. Somebody called me. And I was saying some things about my wife. I said, oh, your wife. You...? I said, you called the wrong person. You called the wrong person. But some men, are, they lack discretion. Because they don't understand how you can, you can hear all of those. Alright? But you can get home and engage your wife in a meeting and say this, but you can't, you can't give your, your wife out. My former went to tell you know, a man that, her ah, your wife, she's bleaching. You know, she's this, she's that. <laughs> you know, what would you have told the man in this current? Is it your what? Is it your bleach? <laughs> a woman wants to be loved unconditionally. You love her with everything that you've got. The good, the bad. Because all of us we are all work in progress, so even you, right? You're not perfect. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? You're not perfect, praise God. So you must love a woman, you must be willing to sacrifice. That's why, as a man, you must walk because you are trying to provide. Praise God. As a man, you must be able to respond. Number two need. A man's greatest need, or one of his greatest need is sex. I won't talk about that. It is what? self Explanatory. Number two greatest need of a woman is affection and romance, affection and romance and touch and touch. As a as a single person, you can touch, but your touch must have limits. You can hug. I don't say you can pick, but I know that there are some men. That is why we advise that you should not go and spend the night with the person you're dating. Not because we don't know that nothing will happen. We, we know that you are macho. We know. We know that you are. You, you, we know that you are. We know that you are who you are. Gloria, I spit that in my mouth. But the reason why we say you shouldn't do is because we are trying to help you because prevention is better than what? Do you know that premarital sex can breed distrust in a marriage? Because he slept with you before you guys got married. That's why he's away, right? And he's calling you 37 miscalls. Because he knows or she knows that you cannot be trusted for you to break the trust, all right, of sleeping with that person before you get married to them, it can breed trust. Oh, sorry, you can breed distrust. Glory to God. So you must understand that a woman wants to be touched. They want to, and romance, that's why you say things like, you, you give a woman a flower. You say, oh, oh, oh. Ah, you give me a flower. What am I going to do with it? What does it translate into? So it is those things that, that touches a woman's heart. Romance. Praise God. Romance, you, you go, to, I mean, then you, you, you use flowers to now write love on the bed. And then there is can-do. When we are not in cellulite, there is can-do. And then she wakes up and say, wow. Oh, 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 what? I say, woman for you. You take her out, you hold her. But the waist... Praise God. You open the door for her. Praise God and say, <laughs> Even high. As I'm preaching this now, I'm also preaching to myself. Because most of the men, we have lost a sense, because of us we have lost, we have lost our sense of romance. Oh, we want to do this. Oh yeah, 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 oh yeah. You're trying to go to church. You're running late. You can say, baby, is there anything you want me to do? Do you need, it? do you need, it? I'm serious. So I need to remove this jacket. Sorry. Then you say, do you need help with anything? I'll say, ah, please be fast. Jare, be fast. Jare. Ah, be fast. Ah. See, see, the makeup that used to attract you when you were dating is that same makeup that you would repair. You say, "Ah, am not going to complain. I'm not going complain. My wife's, my wife's makeup, I don't want to tell the number of hers, but when you see her, you should be able to tell. So I told her, I said, baby, you, you know, she, so she now wakes up very early because she knows that there is, is, is the time of a service. So and there are some that is, that, that is, that is like time of two services. But she understands that, and then, you know, she just tries to help me so that I will not be angry and I will not be late. And then she tells me, when she's late, she says, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." I say, no problem, no problem. It's okay, it's okay. I like, oh, okay, <laughs> You know, before, I used to fight. I used to. But what shall he profit a man if he gains coming early to church and lose his wife? <laughs> now I'm not saying I should not be coming late to church. We still come very early to church. We were here today about eight o'clock, before eight. We woke up four thirty, prayed till five, I started doing our uh, regular things. Do you get what I'm saying? So you must understand the language of a woman as a man, and not getting angry over everything show some love, show some love, praise God and not come down from the car and leave your wife, there is a car seat to be carried, there is a baby to be carried Then you leave the wife I say, like I'm late, I'm late, you help, that was how I was taught, That's how my pastors taught us, you help, what can I carry? You, you carry the baby, you carry the car seats, you support guys. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, and not just your wife, you see a woman carrying something heavy. Say, ah, Wow, wow, what the man can do? I can do better. Wow, you help them. If you see any woman in grace, may carrying something heavy carrying a chair, carrying maybe like something that is heavy. Say, oh, can I help you? Oh, say, "Ah, well done, well done. Ah, we'll bring you home. She asked for a while. I'm so impressed. Well done. No. You are not being a good man. Glory to God. Ah, please just, just give me like 10 more minutes. The hardening of a man is support and encouragement. See some some of you ladies or women you you overrate beauty You overrate beauty That's why you will see a man right sitting on his wife and you will get home and see his wife and see how beautiful she is and then you will see the lady or the thing that is cheating with. And then you're wondering, it's a paradox. You're wondering, so this man has this, this kind of fine woman in the house? And there's one, one skinny looking thing. And then you're, you're wondering, ow! This is where it comes from. Encouragement saying words to the man, encouraging the man. People tell me, Oh, your wife is so beautiful. I say honest, honestly, God is my witness. I didn't know. I didn't, it made no difference. Till now, it made no difference, it's nothing, it's not, it's inconsequential in the scheme of things. It says, Charm is deceitful, beauty is vain. Perhaps 110. But the woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. It's not important. But sometimes I'm like, ha, ah, oh, we're to try. Like, sometimes. But not like it's the, it's, the, it's the main thing. No, it's not. It can't be. When, when a woman deals with you, you will not see the beauty. I'm telling you. You, you would almost curse the, the, the person, the woman. So as a woman, you must encourage your man. You must encourage them. My wife encourages me a lot. Oh, you can do it. Oh, I believe in you. Oh, I, I support you. Oh, baby, are you in this? Yes, Oh, of course, yes. I'm in. Mean, I support you. Glory to God. And once she says, I support you, I feel like a victor already. Like this thing can be done after all. Glory to God. And all she asking you, can we do this? Ah, whoa, I can't tell. I can't tell. If you try it, you fail. If you, if, you, if you succeed, fine. If you fail, that's your business. You are not a wife, you are a knife. Praise God. Let me just stop because of time. <sighs> i take questions. I have five, five for each, but because of time. Praise God. You have a question, you can ask with the mic or you write in a sheet of paper for those who don't want to come out to ask their questions. So you must understand that. Praise God. Encouragement. Saying nice things to your husband. He may act like he's not hearing you. Know there are women that the husband is leaving the house. They are cursing, her. They are cursing him. And you tell a man that you know, he's stupid. You tell a man that he's mad, that he's not wise. And you compare him with the husband of your colleague at work who is doing, you are not gonna get the best out of that man and even out of that woman. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Questions? Anybody you have a question you want to ask with the mic? Glory to God. Is well understood. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, there's somebody at the back there who has a question. So we take that question. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah.
0: Uh, my question is on the issue of submission.
2: Okay. Now,
0: in a case where the wife earns more yeah. than the husband, and then the issue of children's school, yeah. the husband is saying, this is a school I can afford. Mm-hmm. And the wife is saying, yeah, I agree that this is a school you can afford, <laughs> but I, we can go to this school. I can add up the remaining um the fees, and the husband is refusing. So in that situation, is the wife supposed to submit? Because this is the children's future we are talking about. This is what she can afford. But I can afford to add the remaining fees, but the husband is saying no. So is she still supposed to submit in that um, situation or scenario?
2: That's a very, very brilliant... We appreciate that for that question. So, in that kind of situation, yes, the, the wife is still supposed to submit, especially if the man insists, right? But what I would say is that you can let him have his way, all right? You know, in that, before that, maybe session or term or something. And then you keep bringing up the, the, the situation from time to time. You understand? From time to time, if the person is there, because that is now an ego thing. So, it's an ego thing. So, because you understand from this teaching that men have ego, right? If you insist on having it your own way, he's going to term it as lack of submission. So, because of that, you can let it slide and then revisit that issue you can also begin to, you know, pray about it, right, that God should touch his heart. That is very, very okay, right, to pray about it and say, Lord, you know, touch his heart or get someone, you know, to talk to him, maybe like a, like a mentor, if he has a mentor, to talk to him, just be able to, you know, convince him to go, you know, the route. And also, if the school is not, the school is insisting on, it's not a bad school after all. You know, schools also have, have level. There are some schools that they're not paying so much and they, they offer, you know, excellent service. And there are some schools that is just hype. So you should also ask yourself if it's the hype that you're, you know, the, the reason for you choosing that school is hype and class. Because there are people who choose school based on class. I said, this is where the children of of my colleagues at work go to. But you forget that their own circumstance is different from your family's circumstance. So you should let him have his way and over time you can get to convince him. Does that answer the question? All right. Thank you. All right, so let's take some questions online. I understand there are some people. Thank you for joining us online. So we take some questions. Let's appreciate our online uh, viewers. So we have this question here. It says, Pastor, what can a lady do? Married in 2018, February, but got abandoned by my husband with an eight-month pregnancy. He left the home based on family interference and his own reasons not to continue with the marriage all efforts made from my end parents and church to make the marriage work has failed it's been over 3 years now no communication and he has also denied responsibility to his daughter i'm single and i'm single-handedly caring for my daughter with my family's support only please what is your candid advice because i've given up already I think you should start considering getting married again, yeah so if a man can go for three years with no communication that's 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 really 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 terrible, so I would advise if you if you got married legally, you can start the process of getting um a divorce or something because this man doesn't look like he's gonna come back anytime soon, and um, some men are just. I mean, this shows that it's the the person doesn't even have control over their own decision because you said here that it's based on family interference and all that. So I think you should you should move on with your life. It's three years. Get counseling if you're here. I I don't mind you know counseling with you. So I think you should move on and start the process of getting yourself dissociated from that marriage, and then you can start your life all over again. The child, see his child, when it comes to his senses, after much dialogue and all that, you know, you can maybe see his child, and you can begin to talk about the issue of um, you know custody and all that, right? Do you have any question online? All right. What do you do as a woman when you are the one always bringing ideas and encouraging, but the man is not taking it to heart at all? For example, the lady is the one striving, let's try on visa application, and the guy keeps acting on serious with it. What should she do? There are some men that are not naturally driven. There are some men that are not naturally driven. And I think one of the major reasons, right, why you even got married to that person is because they are calm. They are quiet because opposites attract, right? So most women who are extroverted, they usually like to marry somebody who is calm. Or most people who are extroverted, am I talking to somebody here? They are usually more attracted to people who are calm. Most people who are calm, are usually more attracted to people who are more outspoken because they see something that that person has that they they don't have. So that attracts them to that person. However, when you get married, you now realize that that thing that used to attract you now becomes like a problem, right? So you need to learn how to deal with that. So in this particular scenario, what I will advise is that You can can engage him to even know because some people will not just open up to you on why they are not taking on some certain things that you you are pushing and telling them. So if you are the one always striving and the guy is always acting on serious, maybe it's not time for that because can two work together except they be in agreement. So you need to find a way to get them to be in alignment with you. And that's why the place of mentorship is so critical. So there are some things that really goes out of hand that you just have to get, you know, an external person, maybe like a mentor, to, to come and pitch that to them or just give it time, all right, for them to understand what you're trying to do. If it's a process that you can, you know, pull through all by yourself, you can go ahead and, and push it and push and push as far as you can. It, it will you that if it comes through, they, they may come here and say they may now see the reason and say, "Wow, I didn't know that this was going to be like this." Thank you, you know, sweethearts and all that, and then they will now appreciate. It. But if it's something that you can push all by yourself, you can still keep pushing it. And if it's something that you can, you need their hundred um, percent involvement. Such that without their hundred percent involvement, you can't really move. Uh, as far as you want to, then you need to get them to understand and maybe get somebody else to talk to them and then they can um, agree with you on that. Is that that okay? All right. Do we have any questions from anybody online? Can we, yeah. All right.
4: Praise God. Okay, so my question is not from this service. It's from the previous service. Okay. And my question, I mean, two parts up. The first one is, what is the role of hearing God um, in the place of getting married to someone? Now, PM was very clear about the foundation, the things you need to look, like, look at, and you also mentioned it in the previous Sundays. But if a woman, let's say a woman meets that criteria, or a guy meets that criteria, does that mean that guy is the one for you? you know, because we have women that can meet every criteria, but may not necessarily be the person for you. So, do you still go ahead to pray? And if you are praying, if you don't hear God... What do you do? That's my concern because somebody can meet all those criteria that have been mentioned and they might not still be the right person for you. That's one. The second thing is, uh, the second question is, um, at what point in a relationship do, do we say, oh, let's go ahead with marriage? Now, now that's my concern because I have a sister. She's 26. The boyfriend, is also, I mean, the, the fiance is 27. They've been together for five years. But you know, 26 and 27 for gang is not the same. Yeah. Now, the guy is still trying to
2: find change. himself.
4: Exactly. Yeah. My sister is already running yeah, out of time.
2: for your sister. <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly. Understandably so. So she's saying, I mean, she's, they are both working in the same company, apparently. But of course, the guy is saying, no, this money is not enough. He can't do this, he can't do that. So at what point, and is there any way you can help a lady help the situation out? That's okay. what I'm
2: saying. We'll help her. Thank you for that question. The first question. Um, what was that first question again? Hearing God, yeah. Philippians two thirteen says it is God who is at work in us, both to will and to do of His own good pleasure. Now, sometimes we 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 mystify. You know, hearing God, we mystify you know, choosing a life partner, some people think God will just appear to them and say, thus saith the Lord, my son, behold, behold, lift up thine eyes from where thou art. Thou shalt see. That's not the way God works sometimes. And I'll give you a practical example. When I met my wife, I wasn't sure that we were meant to get married when I met her. The one that I was sure of when I was sure of, I prayed. I did three days dry fasting. I did. Um, I, I did a lot of things. I I, I I was I was so spooky about it. You know, I prayed. You know, I, I believed God. I I I just thought that it was the will of God for me. You know, I, she was a pastor on campus. She, she's a she's a preacher. You know, she's a teacher. I'm a preacher, so I thought, okay, when I'm teaching, when I'm preaching, she will preach. She will teach. Preach. You know, just doing all of those maths in my head, and then I met this. You know. Lady, my wife was not anything on campus. She was just the head of library. Just head of library. And you know, if you if you knew me back in school, I was a big boy. Like a big boy, Christian, big boy. I was JB Summit president. You had over five thousand, I mean, over 32 fellowships under you. Those who went to my school know what I'm talking about. You know, so I mean you are and did not go and marry a Liberian. You get what I'm saying? So you <laughs> just didn't. You know, that one that looked like, ah, you know, she was a fellowship president, you know, ah, there was hype. So I was thinking about it, and then a friend told me, that ah, that babe said, as he's talking about her, and said, ah, that's Sam Nike. He said, oh, that babe, wow, that, that babe, well, I'll try that babe now. The one that I, I was spiritual about, that was the one that I tried the babe. I try, I'm still trying now, hey, amen. <laughs> you know, with, with two children, you know. So. <laughs> So, it's just just about you letting God um, work in you. You There are times that you you may not be able to say that this is the person. Sometimes, you just have to take a leap of faith, right? And say, okay, to the best of my understanding, this is the person I believe that God is having me to be in a relationship with. Some people may be 100% certain from the beginning and don't let anybody fool you people don't tell you the full story because they are now married and things are they start telling though the Lord spoke to me they they will not tell you everything and that's why you should attend a church like this where your pastors are down to hurt and they tell you things as they are I won't come and tell you that the Lord spoke to me and said to me my son my son there was nothing like that but I was walking in the integrity of my heart so I knew that I wasn't trying to maybe, you know, lead that horn or anything. I was just working based on what I believe God was leading me to do at that time. Right? So God is at work in you to will and to do of his own good pleasure. So some people can hear an audible voice telling them that this is your wife. And that is, that is, that is maybe exceptional. Maybe one out of hundred. Most people... You will like the person. There will be an attraction. And then you start making inquiries about the person, about their background. You gather your facts and then take it to God in prayer. So when you begin to pray about it, you begin to feel peace about it. The more you feel peace about it, the more you know this is the person for you. So it's, it's peace. The peace that you feel about it. Some people you are praying about them that are they your wife? Are they your husband? But there's no peace in your heart. So, anytime you think about them, in fact, somebody was telling me, uh, a colleague of mine was telling me that there was this person that she was dating, and then she she starts having dreams, and the person stabbed her in her dream. She started hearing, she started just all kinds of terrible dreams. And then she just knew that there's something wrong about, about this person. So God is at work in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So you can come to that point where you feel that peace in your heart and then you can proceed with that marriage. Did I answer the question? Number two question, 26, 27. That's five years relationship. Wow. That's tough. It's tough to break that kind of relationship. It's tough. But I will say this. Um, if there's nothing else involved, maybe they've not had sex, or it's a, it's a clean relationship, it's a pure relationship, that's still good. But where all of those things are involved already, it would be tough for the lady to actually pull out, because she feels like she has made a lot of investment in that, you know, so <laughs> made, made a lot of investment in that relationship. What I would say is that, that lady, that lady, should set a timeline. Set a timeline. Have a discussion with that person, right? If you have a pastor over your relationship, go and see that pastor, right? And be accountable to somebody who is ahead of you and set a timeline. The same thing to a guy too. Set a timeline and say, I want to get married at this time. This is a time I'm looking hard to get married. If I don't get married at this time, I may need to move on with my my life. So I think PM should help us with that. Would you like to add to this? Because the, the lady is 26. The guy is 27. And they have been dating for five years. Right? And then the guy is still saying that you know, he wants to steal, also armor, you know, buy a range. you know, before he gets get a four-bedroom duplex, you know, in a koi, before he gets married. So, help us to talk to that sister.
0: Thank you. All right. I will just give you an example. Um, I met a lady in 2016. And, um, she shot her first film, so, she called me to be in the film. And then, while on the set, I noticed that um, she had she she was engaged to someone that came to give her moral support. I mean, it was clear that they were dating. So, I mean, they ve- looked really good together. So, um, after we shot the film, the film went to the cinemas and all of that, blah, blah, blah. So, we became friends, kind of. And then... I mean, I had no reason to be her friend. But, so I kept asking her, how far with you and I, this one, that one. And then she started, I don't know how she just opened up to me. She just said that, well, that they've been in the relationship for like five years or... I said, wow. So what was the delay about? I mean, the guy, he even had a car. You know, it was okay. Like, mean... Cool guy. When you see him, you. So I was like, "What's the delay about?" Because I know that you know you must have you know you must have met his family. He must have met your family and all of that. So, and then she, she started telling me that uh, the guy, the the, the 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 his family, they are not sure. So he himself is just waiting for their approval. So, and then, you know, so she's just, she's just waiting, Sha. So I said, for five years, going on six, and I couldn't really just understand it. So I said, okay, that's, it's okay, I, mean, I can't tell you anything, I mean, to break up with the guy, but just know what you are doing, because... I think we, we're not age mates. I'm older, but she's. She, I think I'm older for like two years or something. So I'm like, you know, you're not getting any younger. A guy cannot or a guy's family cannot just be wasting your time because, you've, you know, you've been in the relationship for so long and you're just waiting one day. So I told her. And then we lost communication for like some months, blah, blah, blah. I think he lost, she lost her phone. So later on, we got back and she said that, so I asked her again. So she said, it's still the same. Uh-huh. Yes. After like a, some months, it's still the same. So I said, I think you should move on. I mean, don't you think? She said, it's, it's tough. Oh, it's tough. I said, okay. Yeah, it is. But you just have to summon courage and move on. I mean... Tell him that you're giving him three months. That if he doesn't make up his mind, and at least to have some some people, some of the guys' family eh that met just after they started dating, they, they they have they have gotten married. She went for their introduction, the engagement and wedding. The guys the that the guy's younger sister I'm, I'm serious. So, I'm just, I'm just telling you a story just to let you know that. And then she did that. She summoned courage and told the guy that I'm giving you three months. And she gave the guy three months. And after three months, she moved on. She moved on after like one year and a half. She got married. And right now, she has a child. She has given, in fact, she messaged me and said, I have put to bed. I'm, I was so happy for her. I was so happy for her because I don't think, if a guy still is giving you flimsy excuses, do you know how, how, how much he was earning when I ma- married my husband? He had nothing. He was just a full-time pastor. I mean, just, 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 it was, it was yes, he was 26. No, he was 27. I was 26. When we got married, I, be, you, is that not the same thing that we are saying? Is that not the same thing? It's the same thing. The guy is just a year older. Yes. I married him practically on nothing. And I was not working. I'm serious. And, 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 all, no, see, all he had was just God. God. All he had was God. All he had was anointing and I followed the anointing. I followed it. Because what mattered to me was if this is the path God is leading me, I have no choice. So I don't, I don't want to care about how much he has or not. If he's ready to get married. He was the one telling me when we started, we get, he was the one telling me he wants to get married the next year. You are asking me out now. You are telling me you want to get married next year. How much do you have? A full-time person. He does not have anything. If at, at, that, at, that point, at that time that he was saying that he wanted to get married. He was still living in his father's uh, BQ. And that was where we, I joined him. That was where, where we started our life. Yes. So a guy has no excuse whatsoever. And say, I want to go and hustle. I want to go and hustle. I want to have a car before I get married. I want to have uh, some certain amounts before I... No. Yeah. That is a guy that does not have konisheshe. Yeah. Yes. He just want to waste your time. I was the one telling him that let's, let's do two years. He was saying no. <laughs> he was saying no. I, I, was, I was saying that let's do two years before we get married. He was saying no next year. Yes. And he, not like he had everything. So, I just want to say that, I mean, the, the difference I see in him and my husband is just vision. Vision. A guy that is visionless. You, you just, you're, you're waiting to, no, no. Abraham got out of his comfort zone, not knowing where he was going, but he was just following the Lord's leading. So you don't have to, no. You cannot be saying that. You cannot be wasting somebody else's time. And, you you know, don't don't be selfish. So that is what I will say.
2: That's it. Can we appreciate PM for that? I could not have done it better than that. What do I know? (laughs) What should a lady do when... This is from online. What should a lady do when she meets a man that has everything she wants physically, spiritually, financially, and every aspect, but he doesn't seem to want commitment? Leave him alone. He has everything physically, spiritually, financially, and every aspect. But he doesn't seem to want commitment. I mean, what she said answers this too. So if a man does not want commitment, if a man really wants to get married, you won't be giving all those excuses. If you see a man who is serious, you will not have a dime. We will say, we are getting married. That's how men are. Men are more optimistic. They always believe that everything will go well. Right, so I think he has everything, but you should you, you can you can move on with your life because if he doesn't want commitment, what is the soul of a relationship? It's commitments. So, and if he's not willing to commit, then you should move on with your life. Praise God. And let me say this for those of you who are under pressure to get married to do a big wedding. See, I'm telling you under God, I can join you. I w- I can join you. You don't need reception. Don't put yourself under any pressure. I will join you here, my wife and I, maybe with the directors, will join you. You will be married, exchange ring. You are, you are married. Don't come under pressure. You know, that you know, I want to have these, I want to gather hundred people. If you can't, then just let it be. If you can, why not? If you can't. I mean, we've joined a couple, you know, back in the day when I was my former pastor is. I think about seven of us they are, they, are, they are married today the story has changed praise God that's what for somebody here a guy I will join you I happen to be in a conversation at school and a guy said he cannot marry he cannot marry a lady who is more educated than him I mean a lady with masters and the guy is an HND older what advice can you give to such person should the lady engage with such guy with that mindset? What is the answer? No. So that's the end. <laughs> What's that? Okay, online questions. Okay, how many months are you supposed to cut before getting married? Well, it's not casting stones. It's not like a. Um, but like my wife said, me, I don't have time. You know, we are this. We move. But um, I usually would suggest between six months and three years. Between six months and three years. So you can date to get to know yourselves more and all that. Engage, communicate. So I think between six months and and um, three years. Some people who are maybe much older, maybe they are in their 40s or maybe late 30s, they may not be willing to you know, wait for that long. So if you're in that category, but if you're still young, you still have a little time you can spare just to understand um, that person. I think it's okay to do six months and between six months and um, three years just to help you understand um, the person well. And there's no amount of time you spend dating that you understand fully the person. But just for you to have an idea of who the person is and then, yeah. All right. All right. So we'll take one last question. Okay, all right, chill.
3: Uh, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, So, this is, we've been mentioning the guys that are not committed. Like, okay, what if this guy is, I'm ready? Like, I don't waste time, like, Pastor. So, the guy is just saying that I'm ready, and both of them are hanging approximately, let me just say, roughly about 400 above. So the guy is saying as a that good I'm income. Ready, as a good income monthly. And the guy said, Okay, I'm ready. And the lady is just like, I want more money, more money. You, know? <laughs> you get? And I was like, okay. And the guy is actually telling her the plan, and you can and she can see that this is the plan. And she was like, okay, no problem. But you know, when she's not giving a straight answer, <laughs> but the lady, but the guy is actually absolutely ready that I want to move on. And another thing, I want to ask on behalf of a friend, the guy is earning 50,000 mm. I know how this... I know, to be sincere, I know how... he even has
2: 50,000 <laughs> naira.
3: No, no, no. He has 50,000 naira, And this guy is actually very, very... He's very, very hardworking. But the problem is, I know how the guy struggled throughout the school. To get the BSE even. So, and the guy just told me that guy took to, to business this month. is the guy, caught wedding. I was like, Oh guy, what you have <laughs> You know the waste time. The guy was like, he slept and he woke up that he think that's the next move. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought guy, do you know that I hand more than you? And I don't have this courage to say that I'm ready. And the guy was like, I want to have a problem with that too. The guy is still... I, and I did the calculation. To be sincere, we need to consider something so that... We don't need to just jump to it like without 50,000... The guy transports fare from... <laughs> no, no, no. I need to be... need to be sincere. No, no, no. It's not about my own. See? I understand guy, you, He's my friend. I, I, I can feel his pain. To be sincere. The guy... The guy transfer fare from... You know... What's the name of this place? Around... Uh, I, I forgot in that area. Shall. The transport fare is about approximately... Let's say a thousand era a day. Through and full. To his... Where he's working. Times 30 days. That's 30,000. You're an economist. Yes. No, 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 no. You have to, you have to consider some things. 30,000 era The guy we eat too that's the wrong decision. So, she, she so what do you want to ask for the guy? <laughs> I know you are concerned. I'm, like, I, I really wish I can just cut that wedding. Like, it should not happen. <laughs> but, because it's out of It doesn't sense. make sense. It doesn't
2: make sense to me. 30,000 era. He met me when I met my wife. Me, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The guy, the, no, no. 30,000 era, I, I was even doing the calculation for him. Like 30,000 era less fifteen 50,000. That's 20,000. Or guy okay, you eat, nothing to save. You pay house rent. You buy clothes. You subscribe. Till now, the guy is not using a good smartphone. And you still want to go into marriage. So I think we should not. We should, we, we should, we should advise him. No, not even advise. Like some. Some 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 guys can just live here today and just be like, wake up, (laughs) like that guy. i am be like, I'm going to marry. See, I slept, I woke up. (laughs) To be sincere, you have to be, to to me, you have to be, like, my own definition of... So, so,
2: so on the average, what income do you think a man should have?
3: At least, to me, you have to see, at that stage that you can see... Luxury as ne- like you can see luxury as necessity. You know there are some guys. You know there are some things. A car a car can be a luxury and it can also be a necessity. So sometimes when you get to a stage that you can see a car not to be a luxury but a necessity. So I think that's the time that you can think of, guy. Yeah, I'm ready. something point. <laughs> So, I think that's the time. No, I'm not... I'm just using a car. As I you. Get right? you I so, get you. you just... Don't just jump. Some people can do it and survive. I have a brother that did it. The guy is still struggling. So, don't just jump, marry a guy. I get you. Thank Inflation already is high.
2: Thank you, Sheo. I think... I think... I think, so, No, apart from saying using faith, using faith, some, some things require wisdom. Yeah, so... As much some people can like you said, some people can go that route and then they will pull through. But some of us that did it then, if it is now, if it honestly, I was 27 years old when I got married, my wife was 26. I I had I was 30k. If it is now, ah yeah, we're not paying rent because it was in my father's house. Yeah? And it was in Ibadan. And Ibadon is cheaper than Lagos. The economy now. Then you could still... I think I used to give uh, maybe 5k for monthly allowance or something for food. 5k. Now, it's, it's times... I give her times... Times... Times 30... Now, I'm serious. On a monthly basis, food. Now, there are times that we sleep with Gary. There are times that we sleep, no food. at. God is my witness. There are times that my son, Jeffrey, will use black nylon as diaper. Then, even when we moved to Lagos, it was like that. I mean, how many years ago was that? 2015. So, not everybody, uh, you must do it with conviction. A spiritual conviction. Not that, ah! I just, I sleep, I wake up, say, Venomari. there must be something driving you. You must have a level of, of faith in God. Like, sometimes I will be going to work, no transport. No transport. And I will be, I will get to work. ah. Uh-uh. Ah I, I believe I I'll get to work. And I'll just get to the park, to the bus stop. I'll just say, hey, faster! I'll say, please, oh can you drop me on Liberty Road? But I can't I can't do that now. So you need to also be wise and plan. Right? I would say, just as a point of if you want to get married. Try to earn a minimum. Let me not put a price. I think 100. 100. 100. 100. Sorry? My wife say 80 can still, But 100, 100 from both. 100 from both. So one can be 70, one can be 30, one can be 50, one can be 50. She I know you won't agree, but it's okay. <laughs> Just to start your life. Which one is the first question again? The guy is ready. The lady wants more money. And she should want it now. So the same thing applies, right? Um, a friend of mine, uh, a lot of us know him, Sam Nike when he was going to get married, he said he was going to get married that year, and the wife says, you know, this one, you're ready, more money, and all that. And he told her, it was not a threat, he meant it, that if we don't get married by December, I will break this relationship. The same technique. So, you can't you, you can have everything. You, you can have some level of comfort, but you can't, that's one thing we take off our mind, that you can't have everything before you get married. So, two things i will recommend number one have a house it could be your father's house but have accommodation right very 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 important and if you stay in your parents house let them my home was very very bad because my mom was on one side my dad and his second wife was in we shared the same the same, um, what's it called? The same. Um, where there was also a demarcation, so it was not a good. Was not, but there was no choice. We had to start. And I told my, I said, don't worry, just give me one year. After one year, I'll be. I would. I will believe God. I will get the house. And after one year and two months, I was able to pay for a fully paid bungalow, four bedroom, on faith, on faith. I think then I was earning 60K, then she had come into my life. And then favor had come. So when I was about to get married to her, they doubled my salary. That's one of the things that marriage can bring. If a man finds a a wife, finds a good thing, and what? All right. So I think we are done with the questions. Ah, sir. the ones keeping yourselves in church. It's interesting, right? All right. This will be the very last question and then we'll take our announcements.
1: Praise the Lord. I want to say something briefly. Even if you are earning 200000 and there's no support, you can still have issues. Even with that. You see, if you are earning 50000 and your wife is in support both of you work together, you can make out things. Yeah. Do you understand? You see, no matter how the situation of the economy, the, no matter how bad the economy is, even the rich, they still complain that there's no money. When you are waiting for you to earn 100 million, that money might not come. But you can always start from somewhere. When God sees your heart and sees that, okay, you are serious, you want to do this thing, he will support you. Be mindful that God does not walk with the fearful. If you are afraid, God cannot walk with you. He walk with those that are bold. Yeah. That are brave. Now, my question is this, sir. Please, I'm sorry. Let me ask this question. Please For ask. somebody. You have, you have um, just one
2: minute.
1: The, I have a friend. Um, the lady is dating. She had um, a degree. And my friend is running his own BSC. So when they met each other, so he explained things to the lady. The lady said, okay, since you are doing your B.Sc., I'm good with you. We can always do things together. But unfortunately, um, during this COVID-19, things turned bad for him. You know, he had to stop the program because he could not meet up with school fees. And every time he meets the lady, the lady will always say, ah, go back to school. And the guy is like, let me get married first. (laughs) After our marriage, I can still go back to school. Now, the guy was asking me that if he should go back to school, the possibility for him to, you know, get married will be truncated. Now, my question now is this. uh, What should the guy do at this point?
2: Hmm. So, um, I would say that I think the, the, the guy's education is so important to the lady, from what I can deduce. So if that is the case, uh, they, because I also believe that she was going to get married to him because he has a level of education, right? Right. So, because some, some ladies, they, they, are, they are so concerned about some certain things, and it's not their fault. So the lady may be able to want to say that, oh, my, my, my husband is a graduate. She may not like to find herself in that situation where you know she would say that, oh, you didn't go to school and all that. So I think the guy should engage in a conversation with the lady... And tell, make it clear to her that he would like to proceed with the, with the, with the marriage. If she's willing to, then they can, they can get married. But if he notices that maybe there's a form of resistance, you know, from her, like she's really insisting for him to go to school first, and then he's thinking that, oh, I need to get married first, I can always go to school, then they are not on the same page. And notice, the Bible says, can two work together? except they be in agreement. So, until there is that mutual agreement, there can be no, there can be no, they can't work. They can't work together. So, there has to be an alignment. The lady must accept whatever the guy is, you know, proposing and then that's the only way they can work together, right? Did I answer the question? But you can still see me after service, so we can close the service. Praise God. Hallelujah. Were we blessed? Were we blessed?
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewun Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewun on Instagram at Shewun
3: Oshibeson or at GraceMadeNG.